Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Isaiah 14 is a very interesting chapter. It begins with some judgment uh, on Babylon and the fact that Israel will ultimately be restored. And it ends with the prediction of destruction for Assyria and destruction for the Philistines. But sandwiched in the middle of all of this destruction is one of the two longest descriptions of Lucifer contained within the scriptures. The other, of course, is in Ezekiel 28. Listen now as I read and try and pick out where the narrative turns from speaking about judgment on Babylon to a description of of Lucifer and um, the final end and the origins of Lucifer himself. Isaiah chapter 14. The Lord will have compassion on Jacob. Once again, he will choose Israel and will settle them in their own land. Foreigners will join them and unite with the descendants of Jacob. Nations will take them and bring them to their own place. And Israel will take possession of the nations and make them male and female servants in the Lord's land. They will make captives of their captors and rule over their oppressors. On the day the Lord gives you relief from your suffering and turmoil and from the harsh labor forced on you, you will take up this taunt against the king of Babylon, how the oppressor has come to an end, how his fury has ended. The Lord has broken the rod of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers, which in anger struck down peoples with unceasing blows and in fury subdued nations with relentless aggression. All the lands are at rest and at peace. They break into singing. Even the junipers and the cedars of Lebanon gloat over you and say, Now that you have been laid low, no one comes to cut us down. The realm of the dead is all astir to meet you at your coming. It rouses the spirits of the departed to greet you. All those who were leaders in the world, it makes them rise from their thrones. All those who were kings over the nations, they will all respond. They will say to you, you have become weak as we are. You have become like us. All of your pomp has been brought down to the grave along with the noise of your harps. Maggots are spread out beneath you, and worms cover you. How you have fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth. You once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly, on the utmost heights of Mount Zaphron. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. But you are brought down to the realm of the dead, to the depths of the pit. Those who see you stare at you. They ponder at your fate. Is this the man who shook the earth and made kingdoms tremble? The man who made the world a wilderness? who overthrew its cities and would not let his captives go home. All the kings of the nations lie in state, each in his own tomb. But you are cast out of your tomb like a rejected branch. 
you are covered with the slain, with those pierced by the sword, those who descend to the stones of the pit. Like a corpse trampled underfoot, you will not join them in burial, for you have destroyed your land and killed your people. Let the offspring of the wicked never be mentioned again. Prepare us place to slaughter his children for the sins of their ancestors. They are not to rise to inherit the land and cover the earth with their cities. I will rise up against them, declares the Lord Almighty. I will wipe out Babylon's name and survivors, her offspring and descendants, says the Lord. I will turn her into a place for owls and into swampland. I will sweep her with the broom of destruction, declares the Lord Almighty. The Lord Almighty has sworn, Surely, as I have planned, so it will be. And as I have purposed, so it will happen. I will crush the Assyrian in my land on my mountains. I will trample him down. His yoke will be taken from my people and his burden removed from their shoulders. This is the plan determined for the whole world. This is the hand stretched out over all nations. For the Lord Almighty has purposed, and who can thwart him? His hand is stretched out, and who can turn it back? This prophecy came in the year King Ahaz died. Do not rejoice, all you Philistines, that the rod that struck you is broken. From the root of that snake will spring up a viper. Its fruit will be a darting, venomous serpent. The poorest of the poor will find pasture, and the needy will lie down in safety. But your root I will destroy by famine. It will slay your survivors. Wail, you gate. Howl, you city. Melt away, all you Philistines. A cloud of smoke comes from the north, and there is not a straggler in its ranks. What answer shall be given to the envoys of the nations? The Lord has established Zion, and in her his afflicted people will find refuge. Now, friends, once again, we have a chapter that has um, a mixture of material. If I were organizing Isaiah into chapters, this material contained in chapter 14 would not be one single chapter. It would actually be several different chapters. It begins with... um, Uh, a few kind words about Israel and the fact that Babylon will be judged. And then it gets into this amazing description of Lucifer and things having to do with Satan, the devil. It says, The realm of the dead below is all astir to meet you at your coming. It rouses the spirits of the departed to greet you. All those who were leaders in the world, it makes them rise from their thrones. All those who were kings over the nations, they will all respond. They will say to you, you have become weak as we are. You have become like us. And so the devil will become uh, mortal in the sense that he is uh, an immortal being now. He will be consigned to the realm of the dead. He will um, have a fate just like human beings. He will become weak and like the kings of the earth who have perished. Musical instruments are mentioned. Um, uh, This is also mentioned in Ezekiel 28. But it says, All of your pomp has been brought down to the grave, along with the noise of your harps. 
And so the noise of your harps, this and the uh, passage from Ezekiel 28 that mentions um, musical instruments in conjunction with Satan as well, these have been have given rise to the idea that he was a worshiper or the, perhaps the worship leader of heaven. We don't know that, but the mention of um, musical instruments, and in fact, in Ezekiel, they're incorporated into his body. They're mentioned here, and it says, the noise of your harps will be brought down to the grave. And so whatever is intended by this, a harp is assigned to him, and um, uh, it will be relegated to the grave. The noise will be silenced. Verse 12, how you have fallen from heaven, morning star. The uh, NIV translates it as morning star. This word in King James is actually Lucifer. So morning star is a title or day star. Lucifer means day star or morning star. Whether that is his real name or it is um, a reference to him as the day star or the morning star, we don't know whether it's a personal name, but it seems to be a personal name in the manuscript, at least in the King James manuscript. Oh, how you've fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations. And so the the devil was relegated to the earth realm. We know that. Um, At one time he operated in the courts of heaven. But he's relegated to the earth realm and he will be um, uh, relegated to the grave ultimately. So why? Why did all this happen to Lucifer? Why did this happen to the day star, morning star, son of the dawn? The charges are listed in verse 13 and following. You said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. And so first, I will ascend to the heavens. Secondly, I will raise my throne above the stars of God. Next, I will sit enthroned on the mount of the assembly on the utmost heights of Mount Zaphon. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. So this final one, I'll make myself like the Most High, is often pointed to. But all of these notice have to do with self-will. I will, I will, I will, I will. And so the charges, um, I will versus the King's will versus the Most High's will is what's in view. Uh, Lucifer chose to pursue his own will and to exalt himself as opposed to exalting the God of heaven. As a result, he'll be brought down to the realm of the dead. And um, uh, there's an interesting reference in verse 16 and following as to the um, Lucifer destroying the world and making the world a wilderness. It says, those who see you stare at you, they ponder your fate. And they say, is this the man who shook the earth and made kingdoms tremble? No problem with that. And then, is this the man who made the world a wilderness, who overthrew its cities and would not let his captives go home? Now, this concept of Lucifer destroying the world, making the world a wilderness, this is sometimes alluded to as part of what's known as the gap theory. The idea of the gap theory is that in Uh, the created order, there was a a two-phase creation. In Genesis 1-1, the creation began. In Genesis 1-2, there was a a pause. And this pause involved Satan being cast down to the earth and destroying the initial creation of mankind that was on the earth. We don't know that, but this um, 
reference to Satan making the world a wilderness is interesting because we don't know when he made the world a wilderness. We don't know when he overthrew the cities of the world and so forth. So perhaps it was in some pre-Adamic creation, created order, that um, we don't have the details of. Satan won't even be honored with a tomb. We read uh, verse 18, All the kings of the nations lie in state, each has his own tomb. But you're cast out of your tomb like a rejected branch. You're covered with the slain, with those pierced by the sword, those who descend to the stones of the pit. Like a corpse trampled underfoot, you will not join them in burial. For you have destroyed your land and killed your people. Another interesting reference. What was his land? Who were his people? Nevertheless, um, uh, this is the final end of of, uh, Lucifer slash Satan, the devil. He'll be destroyed. He'll be cast down. um, He'll become dead without the honor of burial. He'll be rejected and utterly desecrated. His body will be desecrated. Uh, forever, not even have a place to reside in the ground. It's a very sad end. Sadly, however, it was much deserved. This was the being who would have exalted himself to be like the Most High. And so, Lord, may we not be those who say, I will and my will. Lord, if um, if this pride and this will could make uh, Lucifer out of one of your angelic beings, Lord, pride and self-will can destroy us as well. Forgive us, Lord, for our pride. Forgive us for our our self-will. Forgive us, Lord, for not saying thy will as we were taught by our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord, for mercy for ourselves and forgiveness. And Lord, we love you. We want your ways above all things. We pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.